Live from Pacific Junction Hotel, Girth Radio in session. This is episode number nine of Welcome. My name is Kareem Kanji. Thanks for joining me. Today, my guest is the creator of Tallboy's Craft Beer House in Toronto, co-founder of Swingman Live, and he's also the creative brains behind Pitch Talks. However, uh, he's probably best known for being the brother of Blue Jays beat writer for the Toronto star Brendan Kennedy. Please welcome Kevin (laughs) Kennedy. Hi. Thanks for coming in. Good to be here. Yeah, Brendan actually paid me to put that last. <laughs> no, he didn't. Not surprising. No, yeah. Um, l- let's start off with this, and it's I didn't know this was going to happen, but I'm glad you agreed to come in. But first off, actually, congratulations uh, on, on the baby. Um, I don't need to tell you, but obviously your life has changed. Yes, yes. <laughs> Old news, man. There's there's this thing called sleep. I don't yeah, know if you've I met. Don't, I don't know it anymore. Yeah, no. <laughs> It'll come soon enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Soon enough. Uh, but some other big news for for baseball fans, and I guess fans of your um, your event series pitch talks. Um, you, you're doing one in Hamilton, and you've got a like a massive. I guess your biggest get. Yeah. Um, yeah. Why don't you talk about that? Yeah, so we booked Alex Anthopoulos, who was our first. He's the first GM that we ever got on our show. Yeah, and uh, the timing uh, couldn't be be better um, after all the moves that he did over the over the trade deadline. Yeah, um, you know he's not on Twitter, so I, he no, would, he's, he's not. not our. You know, we had Buster only on our show in New York, so he would yes. be our the biggest uh, media guy. Yeah, the most followers. He's got over a million. Oh my. But, um, yeah, it was uh, it was wild, man. It was wild. It started, you know. We knew, I've known about it actually for about a month, but we had to keep it under wraps. Oh just, my goodness! Just in, you know, just just until we really knew, you know, that he would come. Yeah. So yeah. So what? I, I don't I don't know if you're able to tell, or or if you're like Anthopolis, he doesn't like to tell how trades happen. Yeah. Although he's been more open now, I, I've I've noticed. Yeah. Uh, but how did that? How did that? come about booking Alex um Stephen Brunt is really was okay. was the catalyst so I've gone to know him pretty well since he's been on the show like a, a few times yeah and, and anyways he's a Hamilton guy that's right and basically we wanted to do a show in Hamilton and he was able to help me get connected to Alex and you know the rest is history so, so really, like you know, it's a one-on-one with with with, with Brun and Alex. Yes. and there's going to be a Q and A as usual. Yeah, um, but only a hundred people are there. So I small think, intimate. Yeah, sort of. I think the environment was comfortable for, for Alex as well. But he'll let you know he's you know he's he's a man of the people, right? So, Did he have certain things like I need no, to make sure? No, no, no. no. There, there's no parameters. No. Steven sold him on the idea and the yeah. concept. Yeah, that's it's a night of storytelling and drinking beers, right? It's not a hard sell. Yeah, but you think. You know, maybe they'd be more, more corporate or more. Yeah. But I think that I think the show has built up the trust. Yeah. Of the media, that you know we, we are. It is it is uncensored, but we are professional, right? Sure. And I think that that has now we've gotten into you know into the administrators of of baseball as well. So hopefully, when we go to New York and, and these places, we can start. Um, with more GMs from across the league. That's amazing. Yeah. Now, there's a bunch of people that are listening to this and go, what the heck is he talking about? Mm-hmm. Pitch Talks. Um, why don't you tell us, you know, what is Pitch Talks and how did, how did it begin? So Pitch Talks is a speaker series about baseball. Yeah. 
Um, but really, it's uh, it's it's just a group of people that are passionate about baseball getting together, and the entertainment are media, they're bloggers, they're broadcasters, yeah. and we really just you know get together and talk baseball. Um, I fashioned it around the TED Talks model. Yeah, but what's the tagline? TED Talks with grass stains. Yeah, yeah, with the grass stains. Yeah, that's that really was our, cool. our catchy line at, at the beginning, but but a little bit less stiff. So. You know, we have beers. We have pulled pork. Yeah, we we let people swear and drink on stage, and yeah, it's very very informal, and it's just as much about the speakers as it is about the person next to you. Like I'm sure I don't yes. know if you come with, with with friends or you come alone, it doesn't really matter because you can talk to anybody around you. That right? is so true. You know, so that's what it's really a community building event. Yeah, um, and I started it because you know, frankly, it's it's. You know, now it's different. Now the Jays are, are doing well and everybody's uh, jacked up about it. But for the past 20 years, the Jays have been horrible. Yeah. The stadium is horrible. <laughs> the experience of the game isn't, it's, it's not good. Yeah. Um, now I'm sure it's full and, 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 people, and it's, and it's going to be a lot of fun. But so I'm a huge baseball fan. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to create an event where I could be around other baseball fans, but that I had more control over the entertainment. Okay. Right. So I'm not the GM of the Jays. Right. So you can choose: how, is this going to be a good experience or not? Well, it's it's about quality control. Mm. So I would I did an event that I started in 2011 called Jays Days, which was we like recreated the ballpark experience in a pub atmosphere. Okay. We'd have the game on. We'd have full audio, and what I found, and we'd have trivia and a host, and, and it was oh, no fun. Way. Okay. So like in in April and May when there's lots of hope, it would be busy and it would be a fun yes. event. Then June would roll around and the wheels would fall off the team. Yeah. And then the event would suffer. And I thought, man, this is a bad business model. Like, I'm doing an event here that relies on a team that I don't have any control over. Hmm. What I found is that, really, you know, this event doesn't really depend on the success or failure of the ball club. Yeah. It's just about people that are passionate about, about baseball yeah. getting together and hanging out and, and, and listening to baseball stories. And it's always held on an off day. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because everybody else should be watching the game on the other days. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> or, or or listening to it. Or listening to it. Absolutely. Yeah, I, Absolutely. Lo- I still love listening to it. Yeah. It's it's uh, it's an amazing experience. Not a lot better than, than a Sunday afternoon, you know, in your backyard with, with the radio on. It, right? There's something about as soon as you hear, um, back then Tom and Jerry, but now yeah. Jerry, Mike, and, oh my goodness. Uh, Joe. Joe. Joe Siddle. Joe Siddle. Um, there's something I feel warmth. <laughs> it, it it just feel it gets a couple of degrees warmer just listening to baseball. Yeah, it's a theater of the mind, right? It definitely is. Now your bio reads like you know, and, and now you're a new father. Your yeah. bio reads like you're like the busiest person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if all of these endeavors are still going, but you've got Tall Boys, uh, Swingman. Are these still endeavors that are that are still happening? Yeah, we just opened up a new bar too. Okay, ca- called Winona Craft Beer Lodge. Okay. So that's a, a few blocks west of uh, of Tall Boys. Okay. So which st- now what started first, Tall Boys Swingman? I guess Winona's is, is your reason. No, Swingman is is the first one. Swingman's my event company. Okay. So it's, it's events and and marketing. So okay. We, so I've been doing that, and you know I did it on 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 the side while I had a corporate job. I used to work at the Bank of Montreal. Okay. So I had a I had a, a job there in communications, and I worked mm-hmm. at a branch, but I did this on the side. And then um, I quit there, and then just by coincidence, I opened up a bar with with my cousins. It wasn't, I mean, it was in the back of my mind for a long time, but it wasn't planned. Yeah. 
Um, so we opened that in 2012. Okay. And then basically I was able to use my uh, Swingman company to do, do the website, all the marketing, all that stuff. So it, it was integrated, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm busy. Yeah. So now we have two bars. I got all these events. Um, but really it's, I mean, I mean, I got, I've got ADD. You know, <laughs> and it's like if I'm not this is this is normal, right? Like if I'm not this busy, I'd be getting into trouble, Doing right? Doing something so, else, yeah, and and it's not it's not good. So I like to stay busy. So I nice. To, and now you've stay. got no choice. Exactly. Um, how how hard is it to to get guests? I mean, I, I don't. It's probably easier now. Mm. Uh, but when you first started, what was that experience like? So it all started. So again, there's there's a few people that I really have to to thank yeah they're sort of the 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 anchors of this event okay. of, of pitch talk so yeah it all started with shy davidi so basically i all sent right. him an email saying here's my idea and i and i still have the email the here's pitch talks okay. so i got his email address and i'm like here's my idea you know what do you think and he's like i think i think it's great and then wow. he called john lott and then i put together the other speaker so so i don't know if you're at the the first ever show i wasn't no so it was a comedian who started Okay. And he did a, a set on, on fat guys in baseball. Okay. So basically he's he was an overweight guy and he, right. he, he he thought these guys were like you know, they were they were his heroes and he loved the fact that only in <laughs> baseball can you be overweight and the still panda be like be, 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 and Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> It was a real like you know I come from a music background too. Okay. So just like producing events and 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 booking shows, so I really I booked the first show, you know, like a rock show with a okay. few opening acts, and then the headliners were John Lott and, and Shai Davidi. Yeah. And the backdrop was their new book, so they put out a book. On the Blue Jays, right? Yeah. The, the, for that yeah. season that was supposed to be the dream season. Exactly. So that was the first pitch talks, but once once we announced it and I put it on sale. Um, it sold. It sold about ninety tickets, you know, in a couple of weeks. Wow! So then I was like, okay, this is something. And then the next, so then I was able to t- ask Shadavidi, to, you know, hook me up with. Can you introduce me to to Mike Wilner? Can you introduce me to yeah. Dan Shulman? Yeah. So he did. Wow! So then by the second show, I had Shulman and, and Wilner. So all of a sudden, it becomes a real. Now you thing. got it, the ESPN guy, right? <laughs> and that was that was that was a huge coup. Like I just, he doesn't know who I am. I'm like, hey Dan, I'm Kevin. I do this thing. It's on this Monday night, and he just, he just replies, "Sure, I'll do it, no problem." Wow! And he, you know, so without those two guys, yeah, or or you know, th- you know, four guys without Shy, John, and Dan, and Wilner, yeah, this thing doesn't happen. Because if wow. they don't, if they just sort of blow me off, who is this guy? Whatever, you know, it'll never happen, right? So once that happened, then all of a sudden, I can send emails saying, "Hey, Jamie Campbell." I'm doing this thing. Here's some photos of Dan Shulman at the event. Yes. And he's like, oh, well, if, if Dan, Dan did it. Dan Shulman. And I'm sure they all talked. They're like, hey, you know, I got this email from this guy, Kevin. Is he a weirdo? Like, what's yeah. going on with this guy? And they're like, and hopefully they're like, no, he's legit. And all of a sudden um, I'm able to, yeah. So then it just sort of, I piggybacked on all that stuff. And I ended up, you know, as you know, I ended up doing shows last year or this past year in Florida and in, in New York, in Montreal. Boston, in Montreal, yeah. So, I mean, I, I do go at things aggressively, right? So, sure. So, I, you know, that's, that's just my style. So, yeah. Now, how, how did, what was your first out of Toronto show? Uh, the first out of Toronto show was, that's a good question. Was it Florida or was it Montreal? It was New York. New, New Times New Square. York. 
It was wild, man. Now, how did that start? Like, was it some? Was it you just saying I'm going to go do a New York show? No, that's a good story too. So basically, I have a, a friend here in Toronto named Rob, and he's um, he's an agent, a music agent. So he okay. represents uh, bands like uh, like City and Color and Feist. Oh wow! Um, so he's a friend of mine from hockey. So about the sixth show we were doing, it was in. I think it was in August. Yeah. And I I gave him a call. I said, listen, uh, I'm doing the, the, these shows. We've been getting about 200 people each show. Um, I think I might have something here. Like, I know you're into music, and I know this is not, you know, a typical kind of, this is not a band. Yeah. But I want you to come and see it to see if this is, is something that your agency would want to be involved in. Interesting. So I uh, so he came, and he was blown away. Like, he saw the room. You know, it's co-ed. It's, you know, young people, Yeah, people are having fun, they're drinking, they're just, like, to people that don't like baseball, right, it's pretty bizarre. Like, it is. baseball in itself is boring to a lot of people. <laughs> True. To, like, like the game. Yes. But this is not even a game. This no. is people on stage talking about baseball. About the game. <laughs> about yeah. the game. So, it doesn't make a lot of sense if, but, it, you know, like, unless you're there, and then you get it, right? So, he yeah. was there. So, then he was, and he was blown away. So... You know, by the next week, I'm on a phone call with an agent in New York who's a giant Yankees fan, this guy, Ken. And he, he's he been a big, big, big help. Um, basically, he believed in the show. And he's like, he's like, dude, we're going to take this to New York. He booked us at BB Kings in Times Square. My and in, in January, I'm showing up. And it's it's literally in Times Square on the marquee pitch talks. And I was able to get Buster You're only. You're kidding me. Ken Rosenthal. Like, it. I don't know. Like to be honest, I don't know how it all happened. I, yeah. I mean, it was kind of a blur at this point. But um, but yeah, like I think I think the the lesson is is that I'm, I've I'm just not really afraid to ask, right? Sure. And I think your reputation is so important, right? So I, so I think what I was able to do successfully is um, is c- convince people to come and 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 trust me and and, and give this show a, a, you know a thought a, a shot yeah and uh, and yes and so far it's been a wild ride so after that yeah we ended up in Florida for spring training for was a show it the same same your same friend that helped the you same New York? agent okay yeah so the same agent and he's been been with me ever since and we've done now we've done th- three shows in New York and we have another one oh, next wow. month a show in Florida and a show in Boston. And then we're going. Uh, it hasn't been announced yet, but we're going to Philly and Washington next uh, in a, in a few months. So yeah, it's it's gonna be good. So has this turned more from a passion to like a business? We're trying. Yeah, it's. I wouldn't say it's turned that corner yet. Sure. Um, though I am probably spending full time hours on it. Sure. Yeah. Um, it's we're we're a true startup, right? We are. We have three people that are, are working on it pretty much full time, but yeah. they're working on it for. Like for nothing for for peanuts, right? But it's a passion project. It definitely. But is. it could like we we all believe that we have we there's something here, right? What, what, there's something there's something here that that I think that that can turn into a real business down the road. Wow. Um, yeah. Who's some of your favorite guests or personalities that you yeah. that that have been there? I, like I mean I I like to. Uh, I'm not very uh, diplomatic, so I'll give so I'll sure. give you an even though like they've all been good. Yeah. Um, there are there are, there are definitely some guys that um that really bring you know 
really bring it. Uh, Sid Sixero was a guy that comes to mind. Uh, yeah. Because it's it's effortless with him, Yeah, right? he's very entertaining. Totally. And yeah. He, you know, he's entertaining. He's very authentic because he's, yes. he's very, uh, I don't know if you met him off, off stage, off the air. It's the same. Yeah. There's wow. no different. He's a, he's such a sincere guy. Um, you know, Shadavidi has been a great guest for me as well. Yes. Um, on, on the hockey side, I've had a lot of, a lot of help from Chris Johnston. From from Sportsnet, he's been okay, great. Yeah, yeah. He's been he's been even great. Helped me to coach because, you know, it's, in it's hard to get um, these media who are so used to being on camera and having to be very, um, you know, very, very conservative mm-hmm. to sort of open up and be like, hey, hey, yeah. it's okay. Yes, I know we have phones. Yes, we have, we can tweet, but really, you know, it's okay to tell a story um, that that you might not be able to tell off. You know somewhere else yeah you've you've Um, got the time to get into it yeah yeah so um yeah so those guys have been great is there anyone is there anyone who's and wilner wilner's been awesome yeah wilner is great he's you know he's very polarizing um (laughs) right like he's like but he he is such a believer in what what we're doing and 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 i'm a big fan of wilner um he's been he's been a been a great supporter and he's such a pro there's like I've just noticed there's such I've I've gained so much you know respect for all media but especially the broadcasters mm-hmm. they have such they, like t- to do that man it's it's very impressive you know is there anyone who's not coming back or that you you're not going to invite um no I'd say like I'd say it's been interesting it's there's you like I do get exposed to some um, some rivalries. In media that I that okay. you know <clears throat> that I can't is it the I can't, Sportsnet TSN rivalry? Not, not really. It's okay. not really down those lines. Um, it's just down you know there for 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 the most I'd say like you know ninety percent of the guys they all like each other. Yeah. But there's ten percent where it's like uh, you know if I book one guy maybe you know the other guy is less interested in going on. Um, <clears throat> so that's been pretty pretty fascinating, right? It's not like it's it's weird. It's like I don't know. Um, if there is is really one guy that hasn't been good, what I what I need to continue to work on is making sure the people that come on the show are are ready to tell the stories that the that fans want to hear. Do you prep at all? Like, do you prep them to no, say <coughs> no, no, no? It's underproduced for a reason. Like, I I, I don't want to put in any parameters. Yeah. But I remember one, sto- and I don't want to name names, but there sure, was sure. one show where one of our panelists. They were asked um, a similar question to what you asked <coughs> ah. in terms of um, they, they were asked what's uh, what's like your worst interview or, or who which player is really hard to interview and then the whole panel w- went down and someone was like Brett Laurie is terrible and someone was like and and this this panelist said oh I've never really had a bad interview yeah and that was kind of lame because we all know we've that we've all had it. we've all had it right yeah. And um, so I really need, you know, to make sure that our panelists and our speakers are prepared to be open, be open. Right. Yeah. Because what do we have to lose? Right. No, that's, <laughs> it's, it's amazing. And it's very interesting because they know that there's people are tweeting out and, yep. and people are taking photos. And now you've got like Periscope and you know, all yep. these different things. And, and I'm curious if if anyone has sort of se- censored themselves on stage saying, um. Oh, what's his name? He's on with uh, Jamie Campbell. Yeah, Greg Zahn. Greg Zahn. When he when he was there. When he went off. Uh, he yeah. just went off, and I'm going. This is the people <laughs> are going to hear what he's <laughs> going to say. And I'm very. It's it was very interesting. But what happened? 
Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Because no. because I, I think, you know, it it almost re it reinstills the the faith we have in, you know, humanity at times when there is still a place yeah. um in the world where you can be yourself yeah. and not be afraid that you're gonna be shamed on the internet, you know. I mean there's been even at the last we at the last one? Yeah. The last show in, in June there were some pretty explicit stories told. And and nothing, you know, got out there. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's a testament to the discretion of our fans because cause they know that, like, if it if they tweet out, you know, the swearing or, or the bad stuff, then the show is going to change, right? Yeah. People are going to get censored. You know, the reason why the show is, is fun is because... You don't get this on on the radio. No, you don't at all. Or on TV. Yeah. You don't get Jamie Campbell telling long stories about, you know, his love of of, of baseball and having a beer on stage and yeah. like, you know what I mean? These are the real the real men and, and women of their baseball voices, right? Yeah. I mean, I I travel it takes me to get home from where you guys host the show about an hour and a half. <laughs> By transit, and and the one night that Buck Martinez just happened to be in the crowd, oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. then came up on stage, and I couldn't believe how late the show ended. But it was, it was just so electric. That that, yeah. that one episode was just so. That, that was the one year one year anniversary. That was the one year anniversary. Yeah, that, That's that was right. Special, yeah. Um, and yeah, and it was just amazing. And I, and I don't ever feel that. Oh my God, can these guys hurry up? It's like I want to hear more stories. Right. And, totally. And and I and I want you to, you know. Just tell it like it is. So to that point, yeah. The only the only thing that I'm trying to encourage more in the show is storytelling and less um, like commentary. I think there's there's a place for sure. some commentary. Yeah. But I think we get a lot of that on TV. Like we get a lot of talk about who's going to play shortstop. You know, we get a lot of that stuff, right? Yeah. But we don't get sort of the longer stories, right? Like, so I want to hear that because I think the the media. Mm-hmm. Has access to players that we don't have. That's true, and we really want to hear about what's the what's uh, what's Edwin's uh, personality, right? Like, yeah, nobody knows. He doesn't do any interviews. That's right. But the reporters know. Yeah, and I think we'd like to hear about it because he's oh, absolutely. You know, so I think I want to encourage more storytelling. Yeah, and a little bit less of the you know the regular debate. This is why I think so and so should be short. Right, or right. I, f- I find that a bit boring. Yeah, anyone could have an opinion. Like, I really enjoyed when you had the two. Uh, female Canadian baseball players on, and they're yeah. talking about you know playing in Cuba and being shot at, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and being in, in in a hurricane, and yeah. their beds floating on water, and having yeah. T- so you would never those uh, pitch shocks is the only place to hear that 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 story. You're not going to hear it on the fan because no one yeah. because it's it's not those those players they're not you know they're not well known at all. And I want like pitch talks to be that kind of a, a vehicle mm-hmm. for for people that that might have a voice that's not heard as often. Yeah, you know, um, where we can give a give a panel spot to a blogger or to somebody who's a little bit you know lesser known or less mainstream. Yeah, you know, because you'll never know what you're gonna get, right? That's so. And true. And I didn't know that. Like, I just booked them. I said, you know what? These these, these players are professional. Yeah, they're the top in the world at their sport. Let's put him on stage and give him a mic and see what happens. And it was amazing. Right. It was great. It, it was yeah. really, really good. Um, wh- where did your love of baseball begin? It began in Scarborough, where, <laughs> where, where you're from. Yeah. Um, but no, it's just it's always come naturally. I think for me, I was really into baseball cards as a kid. Yeah. So I really remember that era of Ryan Sandberg and mm. Cal Ripken, Ozzy Smith. Yeah. All the uh, Fred McGriff. So 
back then there's no fantasy baseball, right? That's true. So you had so so instead you had these these booklets full of the and you get the cards and you'd fill them in, but you'd have like one page for each team, right? Yeah. And you'd only there's no internet, so you only had like the stats on, on the back on, on the back of the card, right? I loved those. And it it really I don't know, I think it's it's for everything in life, I, I think some people just can absorb certain things. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, I couldn't absorb anything to do with math. Yeah. But I could, you know, recite all 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 the players on the San Diego Padres. You know, in in like like ninety two. Like, you know what I mean? Some yeah. random year. Um. So and even now, it's it's weird. I I stopped playing fantasy baseball a few years ago. Yeah. Um. And it's like. I stopped playing because I couldn't be on, like, I couldn't be on the, the computer, and all my, all my friends were just nerds, and they're on the computer all day doing all this research, and I was just, I couldn't keep up, right? Yeah. And I thought, oh man, I'm gonna miss it, but I haven't missed it. It's mm-hmm. weird. I don't. When it comes to, to baseball, I actually don't need anything more um, than talking about it and, yeah. and watching the game. I'm, I'm quite satisfied. And I tend, you know, I watch the highlight reels and, and and stuff, and I can just I can watch any game, man. My my wife is like she 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 hates baseball. <laughs> yeah, she she doesn't under, you know, and I'll watch a, any game and I'll be super content. Yeah, you know, so yeah, my wife my wife's birthday happens to be all the, around when opening see opening weekend oh, or yeah, opening yeah, week yeah. is. And so when it's like time to go to opening day, she goes, "Okay, for my birthday, we're gonna." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bo- Fine. Boring. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Well, baseball is boring if you know, because because baseball asks you if you don't engage with baseball, it's boring. You and the more to, you engage with you? it, yes. the less boring it is. Yeah. But it asks you something. Whereas other other sports, Stephen Brennan is the first one that said this. But you know, hockey and football and basketball, it kind of it comes at you. Right, you react so you, to it. You don't need to really do anything. It's entertaining. No. Like you, you could know nothing about hockey, but you sit there and you watch. You're like, this is pretty cool. This is this is fun, right? Yeah. But baseball, you really need to pay attention and and understand the, the nuances. And as a you know, I played, I played yeah. high school ball, and I played a few other uh, for many years. And it's like people don't understand how I could play. I was playing, you know, second base and, and some games would go by and, and I wouldn't get, get any balls, you know, hit to me. Yeah. But I still had a lot of fun and you wouldn't even realize it at the end because you were, you were so intensely into the game. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Now you've also started puck talks, hoop talks, huddle talks yeah. uh, for football. Yeah. Um, how, how are these, how have these sort of picked up? Yeah, so they're all you know works in in, in progress. Uh, we just announced the uh, Puck Talks Western tour, so I we're going to be going to Winnipeg yeah. and Calgary, and Edmonton, and Vancouver. So we're going, we're packing wow. up the station wagon, and when we're heading, <laughs> we're heading west. Do they um, still build those? <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not sure, but um, <laughs> so those have been good. It's been different. It's 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 not like you can take this format. And just put it to each sport. I mm-hmm. thought that that you could, okay. But I found that baseball is actually very unique in 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 that sense. That this kind of an, an event really lends itself naturally to baseball because there's so much to talk about, right? There's always going to be something to discuss. The stats are relevant from from the 1900s until now. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's so many players, the transactions, yeah. You know, so there's lots to talk about. Whereas with hockey, we've had to dig a bit deeper because... Is it like, because we're saturated in Canada? Like, there's always, no, I, no matter what time of the year, there's always talk on, on talk radio about hockey? I think that I think that the fourth-line player on the Maple Leafs yeah. 
is less relevant to the team's success yeah. as the fifth man in the bullpen. Hmm. Right, right. Like yeah. it's not like who. It doesn't matter who's on the, like the fourth line. Like the like you know, the Blackhawks had Kane and Taves and the best players, and they won. Right. Whereas last year, you know, the Royals had this sort of ragtag group of players. Right. Yeah. Who were all good, but that's way more interesting. Like, why do they all of a sudden? Yeah. How do they do it? Right. Yeah. So I think that we've needed to shift, you know, the basketball show to be less. Um, Less about you know the debate about the players and more about just telling some some good old fashioned stories. So like, you know, Doug Smith has been on our our, our hoop talk show. Yeah, and he's great. He's got some great. I love his blog. He tells us, yeah. oh, Kyle Lowry. Yeah, he's a dick. You know, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like he's able like because we're all wondering like, um, Kyle Lowry. Like, what's his personality, right? And 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 you see him in, in, in you know in the interviews and he's he's like a bulldog he's like he works hard whatever but in reality like he doesn't treat people that well right it doesn't treat the media well and and i don't really care about any of that stuff but it's it's interesting it's another layer exactly yeah. right and then so we've had to really um to fashion the other shows more about storytelling uh you know in that way yeah i'm i'm wondering you know what and I guess you've sort of answered the question in terms of why has sort of – now, to me, you know, I'll watch hockey if it's the junior championships, if it's the Olympics. Yeah. Um, or I'm, I'm, I, I've never sort of been a huge hockey fan. Now, I don't know if it's because we live in Toronto and we've just never had any good teams ever since I've been born. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, basketball is sort of interesting. Um and, and and football, I don't. I've never been a big NFL fan, mm-hmm. um, and you know CFL has you know s- sort of taken that you know second class sort of league. You know when you compare it to the NFL, mm-hmm. um, so I don't know if it's my perspective on seeing pitch talks as this thing is really blown up more than any of the others. I don't, have you sort of seen that same thing? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, I think that baseball is also a much more accessible you know sport. It's it's you know it's played a lot of times in when you're an adult you play in co-ed leagues yeah beer uh, leagues yeah. yeah and it's i think it's a sport that women um especially even though it's not played you know professionally by women yeah. um yet i mean it's happening now with the international baseball but i think i think um i mean i'm not very politically correct but in the sense of i think women feel more comfortable with the baseball crowd and as such, I think that the show, our show, is much is is about you know building a community, right? So yeah. I think that the baseball crowds and the ba- and the and and you know compared to like the hockey crowds, it's it's a different animal. Um, but I think we just have to dig a bit deeper, um, and we have to dig a bit deeper in with the basketball um, sort of show to find out where are the where are the good stories, right? Mm-hmm. Where's the interesting content? Yeah. Um, you know, even in football, right? Like football, I like football. And the thing, why I do all, all these shows is because I love all these sports. Like sure. I'm like, I was, I was watching the British open the other day. <laughs> I watch tennis. I like, I'll watch anything, man. Yeah. I, I love it all. Like I, I just love the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just love, I just, I love the athletes. Like I, I, I understand the, the devotion that they put in and, and it's just, I have a ton of respect for them, you know, in that way. Well, if you do an MMA show, I'll probably show up. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I gotta say, I'm not. I'm not a huge. I don't. That's one sport that I don't like. I respect it, obviously. Yeah. yeah. But like, I don't really. 
I can't stomach it. Like, I can't stomach the fighting. Like, I can't stomach the pain. Sure, sure. Like, it seems like so, like one person is in a, like, well, both of them at times <laughs> is in a lot of pain. And maybe I'm just a, a, w- a wimp, but but I can't, like, I can't stomach, you know, but I do like to watch a good hockey fight. So maybe I'm a hypocrite. So maybe, you know? yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I appreciate you coming by. I really, I really do. Um, let's end it off. I got some sort of rapid fire sure. questions for, for you, and and we'll uh, we'll end it off there. Sure. Um, okay, so here we go. Blue Jays or Expos? Blue Jays. Scott, what, what what do you mean? I'm just asking. It's I not even a question. <laughs> okay. Oh, hey, hey, Skydome or Roger Center? Skydome. The X or Skydome? Ooh, the X. Yeah. My so. Have, have you seen a game there? I have. Yeah, me too. So, but I. The memories are are a bit blurry. They are, but I, I do I do know John Cerruti was was pitching yeah. for the Jays, and George Bell hit a grand slam. Amazing! I remember. I remember in the, in so the so a George Bell story with it with an X story. So my first game I went to, I believe I was in Cubs. Yeah, and uh, I still the giveaway that day was the Dominion Blue Jays helmet. Oh wow! Which is now in my son's room. Right on. That's sort of like the one of the only things I've kept from back in the day. I, I've probably thrown tons of stuff away. Sure. Uh, Mr. Sub bag, giveaway, all these sorts of things. But my favorite player was George Bell for one reason and one reason only. He was the closest player when you're sitting in the bleachers. Oh, yeah. To you was, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. was, the, was the left fielder. <laughs> so I said, that guy, number 11, Bell, yuck, I'll, I'll like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what a, what a player to like, you oh, know, right winning on. the MVP that one year versus yeah. Alan Trammell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hitting all those home runs yeah. uh, when he when he did, um, great personality too. Oh, just a fiery I've, one. I've met him. Yeah, he's, he's, he's you've a great met guy. him. Yeah, yeah, I met him once. Amazing. Yeah. His um, was it Kansas City Royals? We did the drop kick. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I just loved it. Yeah, I said, yeah, 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 it's great. That's that's the guy to have on a team. Yeah. No um, so that's that's my extra. It was amazing. Two dollars. Yeah. I think you can buy two dollar tickets at at uh, uh, at the Minion, or is it dollar one dollar for sit on the bench. It was amazing. Out there. Yeah, it, it, was cool. it was it was the best. I, so I miss it, but um, I, I think we're in a better place in terms of the. I, I, they still need to have grass. I think that's the in a I think couple grass, of years. But I yeah, I just want to see outdoor baseball. Yeah, I, I'm not like I, like I get it's comfortable, but I I, I want to see outdoor baseball. I don't want to see indoor baseball. Did you have a chance to go to Pan Am games at all? Yeah, watch baseball. Yeah. That was no, great. not baseball. Okay, I went. Uh, I went to beach volleyball. Nice, yeah. nice. I was so when beach volleyball was playing, I was at a TFC game. Oh, right, and on. you could hear the crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From volleyball, that was right amazing. On. But I took my son to the Canada versus Dominican Republic, and uh, small ball, two thousand people maybe. Yeah. Um, and it was just amazing. Great to little watch. diamond. Yeah. Small, uh, same sort of same dimensions. Yeah. I think I think it's bigger. Then the Skydome, they had bigger dimensions. Oh, really? Um, yeah, so Skydome was at 400 feet. Yeah, it's the center, This one, yeah. I think, was 401 or 402, so wow. just a little bit bigger. Um, but it was just great, and any anywhere you sat was an amazing seat, and just a great game, too. You know, just watching baseball. Sure, sure. You know, you, you knew nobody on any of the teams. That's why I go down and see the Bisons every once in a while, right? Ah, uh, yes. I'd That's love a great ballpark. Yeah, Coca-Cola Field is great. Yeah, I'd love to go there, take my son there for, for a Saturday-Sunday yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you've been, yeah, for yeah. sure. Nice. How is it there? It's 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 great. It's like a throwback uh, ballpark. Yeah. It's it's really really nice, and the people in Buffalo are s- very sweet, right? It's, nice. It's like a small town. That's so it's cool. fantastic. All right, let's go back. What's your who's your favorite ever Blue Jay position player? Uh, Devon White. Why? I just loved how yeah. he was so nonchalant in the outfield. You know, he would catch. He wouldn't effortless. Even, he just, yeah, he just would catch, and he was like a gazelle out there, right? Yeah. And I just always, I mean, in, in the heyday, like the Jay, he would just, 
he was just a lock. You know, he would he would lead off, and he, I I just loved how how he played. Favorite Blue Jays pitcher, uh, Pat Henkin, I'd say Cy Young Award winner. Yeah. yeah. Why is it that? Um, you know, for Jays fans, you know, a lot of people looked up to Dave Steve as the pitcher, uh, but yeah. media never liked him at all. Yeah, he was very surly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He still is now, apparently. According still, to, eh? According to some people, and there, I've heard that. the same stories about Ernie Witts. Oh, really? As well, or being like angry that he's never sort of been given the you know a second look or even a first look at to be a Jays manager. Oh, really? Or a coach? Mm-hmm. Um, which one has been your favorite? Talks event, whether it's from pitch talks or hockey, which one has been your your it, favorite one? It's hard. It's, I know they're all your babies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's hard to beat. I mean, I would say the Jonah Carey one from last year. Okay. In June, that was like our first big show, right? That was the first time we did it at Nine One Eight Bathurst. That was special. And then the one year anniversary was just nuts. that was a great right. show. Yeah, that was a great show. Um, Kevin, thanks so much. Thank you for coming by. Really appreciate it. It's my pleasure. Where I, where can people find out more information about Pitch Talks? Just go at Pitch Talks on Twitter. Uh, yeah, in pitchtalksbaseball.com. Awesome. Thanks so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah, right on. All right, take care. That was great.